This is Joe Burns. And Beth West. Hey, thank you for listening to the Rock School Radio Podcast. We think you'll learn something. Now remember, if you want to hear the show with all the music in place, go to kslu.org and stream the show live Thursdays at 5 and Sundays at 4. It's a new show every week. Now enjoy this week's Rock School Radio Show. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Time for School, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. I have a favorite, and because I want to play the last song, and you guys have not let me talk pretty much the entire thing. (laughs) And Beth West. They Uh, needed a French person to play that part. I agree. (laughs) I agree. Freaking Australians. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show. My name is Joe Burns, and I am once again surrounded by the kids whose parents make us play with them. Uh, Sitting to my immediate right, what's your name, kiddo? Bill Robison. And to my left? Dan McCarthy. You know them. They are returning champions. And over there, I mean, as far away from me as she can possibly get. What's your name, dear? You smell funny today. We do. Beth West. uh, You've got nothing but different shades of cologne inside (laughs) here. Hey, Beth, let's start the show. Before we get into the, uh, the set topic, one of the reasons our two guys are here is because you have something in the library called America's Music. Yes, and I do. Let me have you pitch this because if you dig music at all, A, you're in the right place for this show, but B, you're starting a month and a half long run. Six weeks. All about American music. Tell yes, us. the history of popular music and the center of that is a discussion led by our own Bill Robinson, who's our project scholar. And he is going to be leading us in discussions that center on nine different genres of American popular music. And we are going to be watching award-winning films. There's going to be supplementary programming, which some people in the room might be a part of. And there's a display, and there's all kinds of things going on. This is a national program that was sponsored by the Tribeca Film Institute and the National Endowment for the Humanities. 50 libraries and places like libraries are getting them. So if people are listening from somewhere other than the immediate area, they should check out and see if their library is hosting the America's Music Project. Fantastic. Now, You mentioned films. I did mention films. If I'm not mistaken, there is a celebration of film coming up on Sunday. Yes, there is. I believe known as the 85th Academy Awards. And we're going to talk today about rock stars who write film scores. Right. Right. And you've put together a playlist. And I have here the Movie Phone 85th Academy Awards Rundown. Gentlemen. And lady, Ooh, pick up your ballots. Yes. Pick up your ballots. I love the Oscars, even when I haven't seen many of the movies. Like if this you year. would, please, we're going to start the way the Oscars uh, start. Pick Best Supporting Actress, Amy Adams in The Masters, Sally Field in Lincoln, Anne Hathaway, Les Miserables, Helen Hunt in The Sessions, Jackie Weaver, Silver Linings Playbook. Go ahead, Bill, if you would. Who wins? Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway? I think that everybody has said pretty much. Who are you, gonna, who are you picking there, Beth? Shoe in Anne Hathaway. Oh, yeah? Who are you going to pick there? The only one I saw was the one with Anne Hathaway. Okay. <laughs> so, so. 
I absolutely love Amy Adams, but I think Jackie Weaver is going to take it. Oh, as the dark you're going horse. dark horse. I am. Okay. Jackie Weaver is going to take it. All right, who's our first song? Let's talk about if we can uh, the movie The Virgin Suicide. Yes. Well, tell me, tell me what we're playing. We are focusing on not just. I think this can kind of be a little bit confusing because we're not just talking about rock stars who have performed songs in movies or have written a song for a movie, but specifically the score, the entire background music. Um, and usually they will have one or two traditional songs in the soundtrack. Uh, so The Virgin Suicides was a film directed by Sofia Coppola, and she has kind of been a darling indie director for quite some time, for most of her life, I think. And many of her films, she has had pop stars do the scores, right? I think so, sure. So we're gonna play something by air. It's called Playground Love. This will start us as we talk about the 85th Academy Awards and rock stars who write film scores and use rock stars in their film scores. This is Playground Love right here in Rockstar. <laughs> school today do you stay up do you stay up and watch the academy awards or do you just simply pick it up on the internet uh, the next day i pick it up on the internet the next day you don't uh, watch it i don't watch it uh there's too much self-congratulation i so buy i don't I do any other awards show but for some reason the academy awards just get me when i worked radio full-time i would literally from the moment they arrived red carpet and all yes. that just because i had to be able to comment on it mm -hmm. now i watch it until i'm asleep on the couch and then my wife wakes me up and walks me to the bed. But for the most part, it's it's the same way as you. I, I pick Actually, up most my of my wife and daughters throw me out of the room after the first ten minutes of comments. Uh, so. uh, <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Ejected. Okay, here we go. Best supporting actor, Alan Arkin for Argo. The thing I've heard about Argo, it's it now become sort of the darling of every place that can throw a, an award at it. The thing I've heard about Argo is, and I haven't seen it. Anybody seen it? Nope. Mm -mm. No. Still haven't. The this thing is going to be horrible because I, I don't think I've seen hardly any of these yet. I'll get to them. I the promise. thing I've heard about Argo is that as you're watching it, you have to keep reminding yourself that it's real because if it wasn't a real story, there's no way in God's green earth you would believe, would believe it. it. <laughs> yeah. This mm. is the most far-fetched movie I've ever seen. Exactly. Uh, so Alan Arkin, Argo, Robert De Niro, Silver Linings Playbook, Philip Seymour Hoffman, The Master, Tommy Lee Jones, Lincoln, Christopher Waltz, I believe is how you say it, Django Unchained. Go ahead, Bill. Tough list, but I'll go with Tommy Lee Jones. I've, I've heard he's sort of the, the out uh, outrunner. Go ahead. Um, I haven't seen it, but I'm going to go with Philip's, Philip Seymour Hoffman because he's just great all the time. Right? So it's hard to not go here. with Phil yeah. Hoffman in any list. I call him Phil Hoffman because he's my friend. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And Bobby De Niro. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Arkin for Argo. Uh, I say Christoph Waltz. No, he won last time in a... Uh, Doesn't matter. Yeah, he won last time in... Uh, uh, I kind of come up Inglorious with it. Bastards. Inglorious Bastards. No, so I, I know, but I don't care. Argo. What are we doing? If I'm not mistaken, it's that thing you do. It is that thing you do, uh, which was written by Adam Schlesinger, 
who, has a, num- knows, who but... has a number of other gigs. He is in Fountains of Wayne, which is one of the great unsung uh, power pop bands of America today. Absolutely. Uh, he also plays in another band called Ivy, and he's written quite a bit of uh, film and television music. He wrote several of the numbers for That Thing You Do, including the title song, which is an immensely catchy tune. It's amazing. Uh, and, and it's a great, great movie as well. Um, they managed to play that song in the movie, what, like 25 times? You never get Something bored of it, Something ridiculous. Too. You never get bored you never of get it. You never get bored of it. It's, I think it's such an amazing feat to be able to write something that fits so well with a completely different era. I had no idea it was this guy from Fountains of Wayne yeah. who did this. Right. You, if, you, if you know, you can hear the Fountains of Wayne vibe in it, but it does sound so much like an early rock tune uh, that it's, it's just in genius um and the way they play around with the tempo in the movie you know which starts out as kind of a slow song and then the drummer insists on speeding it up uh-huh. it's just it's the, the whole thing is just great um i i defy anybody to listen this to this and not end up humming it later Agreed. on it's true a very nice man in a very nice camper wants to play our song on the radio we're signing <laughs> there you go it's that thing you do right here in rice Oh, this is Rock School, Talking Academy Awards. Let's go on to uh, Best Visual Effects. And the reason I'm doing this is because I already know the answer of one of our panelists here. <laughs> it's one of my favorites as well, too. Best Visual Effects. Here come the uh, the nominees. Snow White and the Huntsman. Ugh. I know, I didn't Sorry. care for it either. Kristen Stewart makes me go, ugh. <laughs> Prometheus. That's another one that made me go, eh. <laughs> Marvel's The Avengers. Let's remember I have an eight-year-old son, so I've seen that movie 11 times. Life of Pi and The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey. All right, let's let's start over with Beth. Where are we going? Right, Who um, wins it? Uh, just to be con- contrary, I'm going to say The Avengers. Okay. Because I love comic book movies. All right. How about you, Dan? What are we doing? Who the wins? Avengers was amazing, but i got to go with The Hobbit. It's just in my heart. I just knew that was coming, <laughs> yes. Bill. Well, I'm the same way. I absolutely love The Avengers. I went home from the movie and ordered the DVD, or the Blu-ray, actually, right. mm-hmm. uh, the, the first time I saw it in the theater. But I did the same thing with The Hobbit. Uh, and I would give it uh, a slight edge over the Avengers, although they're both just absolutely spectacular yeah. visually. I got to tell you, I don't know why I'm picking, and I'm not doing this on purpose. I'm not picking opposite of you, but I was dragged kicking and screaming to the life of Pi. And I don't really like 3D films because I wear glasses. Right, it's and the, almost impossible. Right, you put that on top of your glasses, and I, I don't want, and it costs too much, and I was, I didn't want to see Life of Pi. <laughs> Honest to goodness, life-affirming. Really? It, I thought it was br- not a little brilliant, stunningly brilliant. I've and been avoiding reading that book for, what, six years now? However long it. it's I been I read it out. a long time ago, yeah. yeah. My kids have read it. I, 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 I adored it. And, you know, it's one of those where, you know, are you crying? No. I know, no. no. I just, not me. I just have I'll a cold. Yeah. If All I right. read the movie, if I read the book, I know I'll love it. But for some reason, I just can't make myself do it. Oh, and I, my daughter was curled up in my lap. Oh. And she's crying when the when the tiger gets all, and I don't want to give it away. But oh. Life of Pi. 
<laughs> Life of Pi is me. All right, Oingo Boingo. Go ahead, Dan. Tell us all, all about right, it. Let's get back to music and rock yeah, and man. roll here. And um, the theme of this show is rock and roll people who do things besides rock and roll, like writing soundtracks. Right. By far the most prolific of any of these people is Danny Elfman from the, the great, I don't know if you want to call it, alternative band Oingo Boingo back in the 80s and 70s and the bit of the 90s. And um, he just was really, well, the brains behind the second incarnation, incarnation of the band. He did everything. He was it. And they were great live shows, amazing music. And he just quit one year. He said, my last show's Halloween, 95, it's all over. Yeah. And which some people do because they think they're really brilliant. And he quit. <laughs> and um, he, he um, has a case. He, tell yes. you what, <laughs> since then, he has scored all the bad. I mean, basically, Tim Burton has three people he counts on. Johnny Depp. Uh, what's his wife's name? The Elena Bonham uh, Carter. Elena Bonham Carter. And mm-hmm. Danny Elfman. Yeah, who scores true. everything. I had no idea until I read the list. And but... he married Bridget Fonda, which wasn't a bad movie either. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> he just is... I'll buy that. It's about 40 movies, big movies that you all know that he's done. Just amazing, great music. And he did the theme for The Simpsons. Yes, Which he probably did. makes him a fortune. He must make... Thousand dollars. Probably every single person who's like, I know I've seen that name before. It's from the credits to The yeah. Simpsons. That's where you've seen that right. name. If, you're, if you don't immediately know who he is, but you're kind of thinking, oh, it's right. probably the credits. Listen now, to every, some Oingo Bongo right, concert. Everybody real. wants to immediately go, oh, play Weird Science. Oh, no. Oh, the list no. goes on. No, no, no. What are you going to play? Um, what are we going to play? I can't remember. Well, it's how from about, Back to School. How Rodney about Dangerfield. Let's go. Uh, uh, Dead Man's Party. Oh, sure. Is this what they played in the bar scene? I, I have think not seen this that movie is it. in so long. I'm I almost positive really this, this is the bar scene where where uh, they both get into uh, Rodney Dangerfield gets into the uh, whirlpool with Bubbles, a girl <laughs> named Bubbles who is well called Bubbles for a reason. Joingo Boingo here in Rockstore. In terms of best original song, I'm looking over the list from 2011 back to 1991. I'm, I guess the last time there was a song that I have on my iPod that I punched up on purpose uh, was 2002, Lose Yourself by Eminem. Other Wait, than second, that... What year was Once? Because, um, my God, I love that movie and that soundtrack. Well, and it, these are best songs. Best this song, isn't best yeah, score. Yeah, Falling Slowly. Best song. Oh, well, here, look at this. Last year, Man or Muppet from the Muppets won. Mm-hmm. Uh, we Belong Together the year before in 2010 from Toy Story 3. It's always, like, forced kids It's songs, not, yeah, it's not good. How many of those are Randy Newman? The Weary Heart <laughs> from Crazy Heart. Weary Kind from Crazy Heart. That was okay. Uh, Jai Ho, is that That's how you say That's a great song, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's a really okay. good song. That yeah. didn't do much song. for me. Uh, Falling Slowly from yes. Once. Is that the yes. one you like? That okay. is the one that mm-hmm. Glenn Hansard from Swell Season and from The Frames did. And of course, I love that song. And this one here, this is Bill's favorite. It's Hard Out There for a Pimp uh, from <laughs> Hustle and Flow. Um, yeah, that's def- oh, cool. definitely that way up my list. Awesome. your favorites? It's kind of awesome when the 3-6 Mafia got up at the Oscars. It was. Like, what? I'll buy that. 
Uh, Streets of Philadelphia won from Bruce Springsteen. That was back in 1993. But for the most part, it's a lot of this kind of stuff, like a whole new world from Aladdin. Yeah, it's always cartoons and stuff. It's always, uh, yeah, I don't like that so much. And we're going to hit it. We're going to talk best original song a little later on in the show. But there's a couple that are fairly decent in this one. Says you. Well, I think there's a couple that are decent. The problem is I can tell you which one's going to win because you just have to pick the one that's the sappiest and the cruddiest, and that's the one that's going to walk home with the statue. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you pick it. Guarantee. Hello, KLSU. Thanks for running the radio show. What do you got? Hello, KPVL in Postville, Iowa, our newest friend. You betcha. Back in a minute right here in Rock School. Uh, coming out of the break, let's talk best actress. Uh, here are the nominees: Jessica Chastain, Zero Dark Thirty; Jennifer Lawrence, Silver Linings Playbook; Emanuela Riva, I assume, Amor. Uh, I can't say her first name, so I'm just going to go with her nickname: Q Wallace. Beasts of the Southern Wild. Oh, oh, what a two-hour kick in the teeth that movie is! Uh, and Naomi Watts, The Impossible. Pick it, Bill. Uh, I think it's going to go to Emmanuel Riva for a more. And go ahead. I'm going to go with Q. And it, what's I don't even know who Jessica Chastain, Jennifer Lawrence, or Emmanuel Riva are. I have no idea. I, I don't see movies. It's ridiculous. <laughs> 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 but I did see Beast of Southern Wild. We just listened to soundtrack. Thanks for coming in on this show. Hey, I'm here for the music, man. <laughs> go ahead, Beth. I don't think they'll give it to her. I think they'll probably give it to Emmanuel Riva for a more. But I would love to see Q Wallace Win oh, no. her beast of the southern wild because I if you haven't seen that movie it's a really small movie but my gosh she's mm-hmm. what six years old or something yeah. and it's phenomenal I'll I cannot believe how amazing of an actress she is I'll bet they do it I give you it, think I'm, so I would movie. love to yeah. see that I would yep. love to see that which is going to be bad for her because that <gasps> no? she'll pull out she'll you know she'll pull her creative back muscle out at six or nine or however old well, she I'll is look at Jodie Foster. Uh, there we go. Okay, I'll, Look at I'll do that Culkin. for a I short while. Good and a bad. There we go. Some of the middle. Get no satisfaction, <laughs> Devo. What's happening there, Beth? Uh, well, yeah, we're gonna play a Devo song, and I, if you know anything about Devo, which um, I don't really, but I do know a lot about. <laughs> Mark Mothersbaugh, um, who is formerly of Devo, and he has scored a ton of movies. He's also, if you have children, he does uh-huh. a picture time. I forget what it's, picture corner. And he draws pictures for kids, like little simple pictures. It's hilarious. I love Yo Gabba Gabba. It's so funny that he's Well, on he that. did all the Rugrats He did the same scores. Right, Rugrats, yeah, so. he's done a lot of children's stuff. But he's also, right. what, what I mainly know him from is Wes Anderson's. Uh, earliest stuff like Bottle Rocket, The Royal Tenenbaums, and The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Yep. Oh, I yeah, think that, that those scores are unbelievably amazing. And so, you know, I went back and looked to see who it was, and it was Mark Mothersbaugh. And then I found out that he was formerly of Devo. So I think that, that um, he's an amazing talent when it comes yep. to film scores because he can do quirky but fun at the same time. Recently given an honorary doctorate of uh, letters, I think, by Kent State. Oh, really? Right. Yes. Excellent but, choice. But he's from the hustling, bustling metropolis of Akron. 
That's right. Right. Yeah. That's right. Where Firestone built the football stadium say. and had the guts to call it the, the Rubber, Rubber Bowl. Bowl. <laughs> <That's nice. laughs> it's Devo Satisfaction on Rock School. of the hour here on Rock School. Let's take a break from Talking Academy Awards. Give our names one more time. Let's just go around the horn. You are? Southwest. You are? Dan McCarthy. He is? Bill Robinson. I am Joe Burns. Let's do seven days and 70 seconds. These are the dates. February 18th through February 24th. Something that happened on these dates all the way around. Beth has Monday. Go. Monday, February 18th, 1968, David Gilmore officially replaces Sid Barrett in Pink Floyd as Sid checks himself into a psychiatric hospital. February 19th, 2003, 99 people die when a fire destroys the Station Nightclub in West Warwick, Rhode Island. A pyrotechnics display used by the band Great White caught the building on fire. February 20th, 1997, why did I get this one? Ben and Jerry's introduces their new flavor, Fish food. It's your favorite player. <laughs> Yuck. February 21st, 1968, McGraw-Hill outbids eight other publishers for the rights to the first official Beatles biography written by Hunter Davis. Their bid, $150,000. February 22nd, 1968, Genesis releases their first signal, The Silent Sun. February 23rd, 1970, Ringo Starr makes his first solo appearance after leaving the Beatles on Laugh-In. He does not sing, just participates in some comedy sketches. February 24th, to wrap it up, 1992, the U.S. Postal Service unveils two versions of the Elvis stamp, a young one and an old fat one. A nationwide vote is held and the young Elvis is chosen. I think it got chosen because it was two cents less because the old fat one was heavier and it cost a little bit more. Okay, that wraps up seven days and 70 seconds. Trent Reznor, go ahead, Dan. Get us Trent into music. Trent Reznor, uh, yeah, the uh, the sort of genius behind Nine Inch Nails, and um, I love that band. But I'm convinced the purpose of that band is to creep you out and scare <laughs> you, and to really make your parents know you're listening to that. Music. I agree. It's and he does it beautifully though. Um, he does. Lived in New Orleans for a while, yes, and then he, did. he did got he? into the, yeah he did yeah, yeah, yeah he was in New Orleans oh. a native, um, and then he got into the uh, scoring business, and he did the um, soundtrack for uh, the um, Social Network. Which I think he won the Academy Award yes, for. He did. So we actually have a rock and roll guy winning an Oscar, and he also nice. did the ones for the girls, the uh, with the um, girl with the uh, dragon, tattoo, dragon tattoo, which is a creepy, scary book, and they couldn't have picked a better guy to score them, and they're great soundtracks. Yeah. Yep, I believe this is the immigrant song from Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Trent nice. Reznor here in Rock School. Back talking about uh, movies and the 85th Academy Awards. Let's do Best Actor. Here they come. Bradley Cooper, Silver Linings Playbook. I got to see this movie. Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah, I've heard it's really good. Okay. Yeah. I, My daughters yeah. loved it. Okay. Daniel Day-Lewis, Lincoln. She win. I, I got to tell you, so many people have said to me, this is, again, the uh, American, we are Americans coming <laughs> up. Daniel Day-Lewis is not American. Oh, We need Jesus. an American to play Lincoln. Give me a break. Yeah. Hugh Jackman, uh, Les Miserables. They uh, needed a French person to play that part. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Freaking Australian. Yeah. Is he Australian? Yeah, yeah he is. is. Okay. Joaquin Phoenix, The Master, and 
I haven't seen it. However, it's arrived. It arrived Saturday. It's been sitting in my Netflix little red uh-huh. envelope. <laughs> it is. It is my beer after dinner uh, movie tonight. Denzel Washington flight. And I've heard it's unbelievable. So there it is. There's your picks. Uh, who are they? Go ahead. Well, I have to go with Daniel Day Lewis and Lincoln. Yeah, American or not, um, he you know he could play a Martian and make you believe it. Yeah, it's yeah. true. I'll buy that. The thing is, there comes a point in time, and this is what's so bad about these awards. There comes a point in time where the Academy sort of says, "You've won enough. You're done." And they shoo you away. And mm-hmm. I wonder if. Daniel Day-Lewis, because look what's happening to Lincoln and all of the other awards. It's being shoved away for Argo. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go somewhere else because I believe Lincoln is being snubbed terribly. And I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with, I'm picking it now. I'm picking it now. I'm going to go with oh, just <laughs> Denzel. I'm going to go, oh, shut up. I'm going with Denzel Washington in flight because I think they're going to snub him. Who I would have voted for is the person that totally surprised me, and that was Hugh Jackman. I, I didn't see that coming. I thought he was an action guy. He can sing. It was amazing. Really and I don't even like musicals. I don't like Broadway. Ago. I don't like musicals. It annoys me. But I thought that was amazing, and he was, he, he knocked me out. Although Daniel Day-Lewis really was better. But okay. I'm going to yeah. give Hugh Jackman. I still think that they're going to give it to Daniel Day-Lewis. But honestly, I have a vote for Joaquin Phoenix just because I really want to see a really crazy acceptance. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm with you on that one. Well, Who's, that should do it. Yeah. <laughs> Who's talking Clapton? I am. Uh, Eric Clapton, of course, is well known for all sorts of things, from the Yardbirds to Cream to John Mayall to Derek and the Dominoes to a long solo Basically career. Basically the history to, of pop music. Yeah, to, to <laughs> yeah, collaborating yeah. with literally everybody. Uh, but uh, he also has a pretty lengthy career scoring movies. And uh, the song we're going to play in a minute, uh, Tears from Heaven, is a very well-known song. But actually, he has scored quite a few movies that people may not realize he had anything to do with, uh, like Edge of Darkness, Mm -hmm. uh, that he collaborated with Michael Kamen. And also, he did uh, the score for the first Lethal Weapon movie, uh, as well as contributing incidental music to some of the rest, Uh, Communion. Uh, Rush, The Van, Nail by Mouth, uh, he actually is is quite good at it and uh, apparently enjoys it quite a bit as well. I'm surprised they let him, or they uh, he allowed them to use the song Tears in Heaven, if you know the backstory yeah, of it, right. in the movie Rush, uh, yeah, because it has surprising. nothing to do with the drug trade. Absolutely not. Which is, uh, which is what it's all about, and the, the song rips me up, i got to tell you. Terry Clapton's Tears in Heaven right here. All right, second break here on Rock School, and uh, I just have to ask you, Dan, since we're talking about the Academy Awards, uh, Dan, Dan, who are you wearing? Well, seeing as it's sort of beautiful. rock and roll, rock, <laughs> yeah. I figured I'd go and um, try to wear something from the sort of rock and roll genre. So I am actually wearing, you probably can tell by the smell, the Lady yeah. Gaga meat dress. I love it. Yes. I love it. It's, it's yeah. beautiful. And uh, I, I thought that 
that reminds that me. That was of it. Yes, I shaved my legs it's just the for same it. Same one though. So yeah, that legs, is the uh, smell. Legs shaved the whole way or just halfway? Uh, yeah. just well. Yeah. And Joe, you look like you're dressed, uh, Boy George, if I'm not mistaken. I am. <laughs> the color chameleon stage. And what's what's really Very interesting is uh, is Bill's uh, Bill's wardrobe is being provided by no one. He's naked. Uh, Beth, <laughs> what are you wearing? Bare, bare no, who are you wearing, Beth? I, who are you wearing? I um I, I am wearing the only person wearing actual clothes because I am wearing the very exclusive designer Old Navy, oh, which I got off the clearance rack that's and lovely. off my floor this morning. Yeah, Todd, who's in the uh, booth, is actually wearing a guy named Bill. <laughs> Physically wearing a guy named Bill. It's on his back. I thought someone would have Stella McCartney. You know, tonight. <laughs> someone should have Stella no, from no. Rock School. I have for you a trivia question. Uh, I have here the Oscars for sound and the Oscars for sound editing. What is the difference between the Oscar for sound and the Oscar for sound editing? Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? One is about sound. Bueller? The other is about editing there? sound. <laughs> I guess Whoa. engineers win the sound editing and someone else wins sound. How's that? Uh, well, uh, I don't know how to answer <laughs> that. that wrong. I mean, I found this as I was just looking right. for things to sort of fill time. It says here, sound is given for the overall sound of the film, how right. equivalent the sound is to the real world. Sound editing is given for the elements added later to the sound, uh, as in effects and foley. Foley meaning sound effects, footsteps, walking, right. water, rushing, that kind of thing. So oh. that's what you win those for. Last year, Inception won sound editing and also Oscar for sound. So you know what? Your answer is probably more correct than you know there, that's Bill. That's just like when I get up to get a beer, basically. When those come out? Oh, sound editing? Yeah. All right, going to get a beer. Those are the sh those <laughs> no are the offense to the sound editors. Those sorry. aren't the Oscars. Those are kind of like the Schmoskers. <laughs> So who no cares? offense to those guys, but I can't tell the difference. You know, Inception featured a rock star. Uh, uh, the, the music was written by Hans Zimmer, but with some input from guitarist Johnny Marr, who used to be with the Smiths the yes. and also with the Cribs. Didn't know that. Sure enough. Yes. Wow. Let's get out of here before he buries us under with another good one. <laughs> KSCL Shreveport, thanks for uh, running the radio show. Radio Universidad, thank you as well. Salamanca, Spain. Good enough. Back in a minute on Rock School. Time to play two more. Let's do Best Picture. We'll end up with something different on the show. Best Picture coming out. Amour, Argo, Beasts of the Southern Wild, Django Unchained, Les Mis, Life of Pi, Lincoln, Silver Linings Playbook, Zero Dark Thirty. It's my opinion there is a lock on this one. In fact, they shouldn't even take bets. It's so obvious. Really? Argo wins this one. That's my thinking. And how many of us have seen that movie? Well, not me, no, but... Okay, not you, but... No, it's, you've certainly, like, the Academy has certainly never uh, well, gone by who's seen what. The the world is, is I mean, every time that Ben Affleck walks out his front door, he has to duck because somebody is throwing another <laughs> award at him. I think him. you're right. I think it's probably going to go to Argo. I think it's a lock. What do you think there, Dan? I'm going to go. I saw three of those movies, and the one that I, I, I walked out of the theater not able to move was Beast of the Southern Wild, so I've got to go with that one. I've never okay. seen anything quite like it. It just yeah, was... Life of, yeah, Life of Pi is the one I thought was so life-affirming, but I think Argo wins it if I had to put money down. 
I, I think Argo probably wins it, uh, not only because of the quality of the movie, but because of the guilt factor with uh, Affleck not getting nominated for director. But yeah. But uh, I, I would say, given the quirkiness of the Academy, there is an outside shot for Django Unchained because they oh, love everything really? that Quentin Tarantino does. Really? I'm not. I'm not saying uh, that, that I, I would pick that one. I'm, I'm saying that hmm. they might pick yeah. that one. The Academy has made an art of of snubbing Tarantino. I think <laughs> so. What about Karen O? Tell us all about. Yeah, let's talk about Karen O. Uh, uh, most people probably know her as the lead of the three piece Yeah Yeah Yes, which they wrote one of the greatest songs of all time, Maps, mm -hmm. um, and a lot of really the great ones. But she also did the score for. Spike Jones's movie, Where the Wild Things mm. Are, based on the book by Maurice Sendak. And I think a lot of people, with or without kids, remember oh. uh, that movie from a couple years ago. Oh. I, <laughs> took, she... I took my kids expecting to have a nice little fun time, and here I've got these <laughs> monsters with real social problems. Yeah, yeah, they really <laughs> do have very real social problems. I really love that movie, but yeah, I don't know how young kids would have to be for them to be able to enjoy it. They kind of have to get past the whole monsters thing. Sure. Uh, but Karen O did an amazing job of scoring that film. And it's so like, you know, Spike Jones is this well-known kind of off-kilter, very quirky. I, let me start again, sorry. Spike Jones is this very well-known, quirky filmmaker. And so he has a powerful, awesome, quirky singer do his score. Sure. And it was an a, excellent job. It was a good movie, but the whole time I'm sitting there looking at my kid going, you know, I'm sending him right into therapy <laughs> with this thing. Well, Spike Jones made some of the best music videos of all time, too. It's true. Slam just so Agreed. much fun. Oh, yeah. That's Karen awesome. O, right here on Rock School. Much as I wanted to talk to you guys about best short documentary, oh, I've seen all of those. <laughs> oh God, you want to talk about a, an area I don't care about? Let's finish up with best original song. Again, you probably don't know a whole bunch of these, but uh, I, I I have a favorite, and because I want to play the last song, and you guys have not let me talk pretty much the entire thing. Oh, no. <laughs> Poor, Aww. poor, pitiful me. Uh, I've decided to finish on this one here. Okay, here are the best original songs. Uh, Before My Time from Chasing Ice. Has anyone seen that? I have no idea what Never that is. I don't Never mean you. I, I mean anybody in general. It's a short film. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Everybody Needs a Best Friend from Ted. Pie's Lullaby from Life of Pi. Skyfall from Skyfall, which is by Adele. Adele, and uh, suddenly from Les Mis. Okay, well there they are. What do you think is going to win it? Anybody? Anybody? I don't care. You don't care. Don't, suddenly, suddenly. Just, original songs, not always, but very often, just seem forced and yeah. cheesy. I know it should win it. Which live live and let die. Yeah, it should. Yeah, yeah it should it just give it thirty years later. Yeah, every every year, yeah. Adele's going to win it. 
I think that's good just because she's Adele and that's well, she's good too. Did she I write agree. It? I agree. I don't know. I guess she, she got a co author writing, yeah, if nothing she else. Writes most she of she's gonna win it because even the people who are old curmudgeonly people who are on the the academy they oh, love I Adele. Know the name Adele yeah. and they'll yeah. throw everything. But have any of you seen Ted? Not yet. No. Oh, you, I do it, love Seth MacFarlane, though. I no, gotta tell you, the kids are too old now. When you're, <laughs> when you watch it, you'll wonder. It's so filthy that you'll wonder if you can get into heaven after you see it. <laughs> it's so hilarious, and the the song is just so darn cute. It deserves to win, but he won't win because he's hosting it this year around. But it All should. Right. It should. And so we're going to wrap up on that. Let's do the names. You are? Beth West. You are? Still Dan McCarthy. You Bill are? Robinson. And I want to be Bill Robinson, but I'm not. I'm Joe Burns. You have and to take gonna, off your clothes. I know. <laughs> and, and, if, and if tempted, would. Uh, we're going to finish with From Ted, Everybody Needs a Best Friend. Hey, thanks so much. Thanks, we're done. Guys. Hey, You're welcome. Class is dismissed. <laughs> Words are lazy, my thoughts are hazy.